Hey guys, in this week's episode of the Savvy Agent Podcast, I have, it's very tactical. I have six ways to get leads on social media. And it's not just six ways, actually, each one has multiple bullet points underneath it. So get ready. We've got lots of things to talk about. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Savvy Agent Podcast, where we help real estate agents build a thriving business so they have financial freedom in their life without having to work 24-7. I'm your host, Heather Wright. Now let's get to it. Okay, first things first. Yes, I have a cold. After my amazing Airbnb experience, I caught the plague and the voice that you're hearing today is brought to you by seven days now of a cold. And it's a real hanger honor. So for those of you who have not been 100% healthy this winter, man, I feel your pain because it is the pits when you are not feeling good, isn't it? But I am feeling good enough to record this podcast. And I have made lots of notes for the idea of six ways to get leads on social media. I see a lot of people asking for service recommendations. Where can I go to have somebody manage my social media for me? And I really think that if you're going to pay somebody a fee to manage your social media, that you're probably doing yourself a disservice because you're missing out on connection opportunities, on building relationships and actually getting leads. Just having content on your social media feed, that's one part of it, but it's not enough. So how can you maximize your social media opportunity without spending 24-7 on Facebook because who really wants to do that? So number one, this is very simple. You could post on your personal profile asking for leads. You could say, I'm training a new agent in my office and she needs to learn how to do a market analysis. Does anyone I know want to find out what their home would be worth in today's market so she can practice? You could share one of your listings or a listing from your office and ask if you have any friends that might be interested in that listing. And that one actually works even better if you have forced registration on your website. But I think that this is one that is largely overlooked because sometimes, myself included, I rarely post about myself being a realtor on my personal profile, even when I have a new listing to market. And so what could be your spin on why you're sharing that listing? Maybe it's not selling. Maybe you staged it and you want to get people's opinion of the staging. So you're just starting a conversation, but it's also reminding people that you are their favorite realtor. So even if you don't have forced registration on your website, but you start that conversation to say, you know, about the staging, like I just had, I had a listing, it sold on the second day it was on the market. And it was the second time that we had it on the market. We listed it for almost 90 days last fall and didn't get any bites, hardly had any showings. The first two days we had it marketed just a couple of weeks ago, we had like eight showings on it, which was a marked improvement from what it was last fall. But the seller is a bachelor. He lives in the house while he flips it. And he just has this furniture. It's kind of old raggedy furniture that he carries around with him. And it doesn't photograph that great. And of course, he is not going to pay for staging. Like that is not his jam. So I got a couple of rooms virtually staged through Box Brownie. And that is a post that you can make like, hey, which one looks better to you? (laughs) 
Or you could tell the story about, you know, last fall we listed this, blah, blah, blah. Here's the trouble that we ran into in this spring. And of course, rates have a lot to do with it, but you could credit it to the box brownie staging. So is there a story about a listing that you could share that would drum up that conversation? And, you know, maybe people would be interested in the listing. Maybe they wouldn't. Maybe they would have a friend who happens to be looking and they'll share that listing. So it really does have a lot of compound effect when you share one of your listings, but you always want to include context with your real estate shares because otherwise it just looks spammy. Like, oh, there's Heather posting a link to a listing again. Nobody likes that. So always include that context, telling people why they should care about whatever it is that you're sharing. And then another way you can get leads or like engagement on your personal profile is by posting a fun graphic. I posted one several years ago on the Savvy Agent page and it it was so simple. It was like, I don't know who needs to hear this right now, but I am a realtor. (laughs) And it went kind of viral at the time. And it's been like a couple of years, but I'll get notifications that people have shared that post again. And it's because the post that they had shared two, three, four years ago, whenever it was, has come back up in their memories and they share it again. So, you know, it's cute. It makes people laugh. And especially if they're like, oh, no kidding, duh, Heather, we know you're a realtor. It's just, it's funny. So you could post something like that. That's kind of poking a little bit of fun at yourself, but also reminds people that you are their favorite realtor. Okay, so then number two, you could share a lead magnet and you can do this on your business page. You can do it on your personal profile. You can do it on your YouTube channel, on your Linktree profile. So what is a lead magnet? Well, if you think about a magnet, a magnet like attracts, God, I don't even know what a magnet, isn't that the difference between positive and negative protons and neutrons? I don't even know. So you have a a magnet and it sticks to metal, right? So it's attracted to the metal or the metal is attracted to the magnet. And so what you want to do is you want to have this item of value that is so sticky. It's like a magnet and it attracts the leads. It's a lead magnet. And so I have not only for my personal business, but also available to you in Savvy Agent Club, the ultimate guide to buying a house and the ultimate guide to selling a house where you can 100% customize the design to fit your business. You can change the colors, you can change the copy, you can change the pictures, you can do whatever you want, or you can use it the way that it is. And people who are maybe interested in the next step of buying or selling a house, they might register to receive that lead magnet. We also have a lot of training on what ways you can use to deliver that or get the registration. So there's a lot of ways you can do it from bootstrapping up to having it on your website. You can make a big deal out of it or a little deal out of it, but having that lead magnet that makes people want to see it to get the information in it is pretty powerful. Number three, if you have a website that has forced registration, you should really be maximizing all of the opportunities that work for that. So you can do fun posts, sharing things like homes with pools. Click here to see all the homes with pools. Click here to see all of the million dollar homes in our city. Click here to see all of the homes on the golf course in this city. Click here to see homes with a view. Click here to see all of the homes with a waterfront view. Click here to see all of the acreages for sale in my city. Whatever your MLS allows you to search for, you could make a list of those listings 
It's kind of a lead magnet on its own. Click here to get these listings. If you don't, you know, maybe you live in a town that's doesn't have golf courses, doesn't have waterfront, doesn't have million dollar homes. I'm thinking about my hometown, little tiny Guthrie Center. You know, I bet there are people who want homes with four plus garages. I know that there are people out there who want more garage space. There's also people with a ton of kids. Here are homes for sale under $300,000. Now to you and me, these are like dull and boring, right? Because we work in the industry. And so we're like rolling our eyes at ugh, another house for 250000 Who cares? Well, the buyers care because they're buying on a budget. And I don't know about your market, but that's getting pretty hard in my market to find anything on a budget. So that right there, that is a great idea for, you know, one of these lists. If you're buying a house on a budget, here are the greatest listings or here are all of the listings under $200,000, whatever works best for your particular audience, the people that you're targeting with this post. Okay. Now, number four, you can educate them. And most of my videos are educational type posts. I rarely, I mean, I am an entertaining person, but I don't do entertainment kind of posts. Like there are some people who are very entertaining. There's a woman named, I think her name is Hannah and she's in Minnesota and I follow her and she's always got the trending sounds and she's, you know, got some shit in her reel that she's promoting that day. And it's really cute and she's adorable. And I just don't fit the box for that. I am not an entertaining kind of person in the sense that I'm going to, you know, put on a show for them on a reel, but I will educate and I'm fun to watch when I am educating. So I'll do an education post, which is even better if you do it as a video and teach your people something, something about the buying process, something about the selling process. Don't teach the whole kit and caboodle because no one has time to learn all of that. But what is earnest money? Five ways that you can absolutely be 100% sure that you will totally lose your earnest money in a real estate transaction. You know, that's kind of fun, actually. Uh, Maybe I'll do that video next. (laughs) But when you educate someone, you teach them just one thing about the buying or selling process. And at the end of your post or your video, your call to action would be send me a DM for more information. Or if you're an entertaining kind of fun person, why don't you slide into my DMs and I'll send you blah, 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 whatever your lead magnet might be. If you're thinking about buying or selling this year, you're not really sure where to start. I recommend that you start with a market analysis. So send me a message with your address and I will respond within 24 hours with what your home value is sight unseen, which just so you know, I reserve the right to change once I've seen your house, you know, something like that. Or your education could be, I know how hard it is to buy a house in our town on a budget. And so if you are looking for properties with five bedrooms and four car garages under $200,000, well, you'll probably have to move to some other town, (laughs) but end it in a way that makes sense with a list of homes that you can share them. And all they have to do is message you and you'll send them a link right over with the list of homes. So it starts with an educational post and you're kind of stacking it with one of the other ways to get leads here on social media. Because why would you just use one thing one time? Why wouldn't you use it all the time? Just leverage it slightly differently. Okay, number five, you're going to take one of the things that we have talked about already and turn it into an ad. 
And then you can run that ad to a warm audience. And a warm audience would be your database, people you already know, and people who have interacted with you on social media. So I know on Facebook and Instagram, you can choose people that have interacted with your page or your profile, like profile being on Instagram or your business page on Facebook, if they have interacted with you or engaged with you in the last 365 days. And then you could take that same ad and run it to a cold audience. And a cold audience would be perfect strangers on the internet, people that have not interacted with your page, but people who live in your town, do the standard 15 mile radius of your office address. And you can get fancy and you can uh, try and select different types of audiences that might have a higher uh, propensity to be interested in real estate. But I think it's just as easy to just go by geography and let Facebook do what it does best, which is find the right people to take your ad money and make you want to spend more. So the algorithm knows what it's doing and you do not have to tell it all of the things all of the time. So trust, but run it to a cold audience and then do a different ad to a warm audience, to a cold audience. Test, test, test. Some of these might be dogs. They might do nothing, but some of them might be a clear winner. And it might surprise you that the thing you think is the worst one, like the homes for sale under 300,000. I mean, doesn't everybody have one of those ads? Seems like it, but maybe they're not resonating with those ads. They're resonating with yours. So test everything. And then when you find a winner, man, run with that. And finally, number six in our list of six ways that you can get leads on social media. Number six is follow a stacked approach with your friends list. So what does that mean, Heather? (laughs) Well, first on day one, you're going to give your friends post some love. You're going to share some love. You're going to engage with it, like it, love it, do a comment. And of course, I like comments to be four words or more because the algorithm identifies or the algorithm appreciates conversations more than comments. So if you're like, cool is your comment, that's not really a conversation. But if you were like, oh my God, that is so cool. Where did you get that blank? Whatever the post is about. Now that's a conversation and it's more than four words. So the four words is just kind of a hack to force you to have more words in your comment that might then result in a conversation, but that's the thing. So you're going to give someone on your friends list some love by engaging with their post and that engagement is a like or a love and a comment that is four words or more. And then tomorrow, the next day, you send that friend a message. This is the stack. You're stacking your contact. You're stacking the memory of your existence multiple times with that friend. And so tomorrow you're going to send them a message and you'll follow up with that post like, hey, I don't know if you saw my comment or I can't stop thinking about the dress that you were wearing. Where did you get that? You're just adding to that conversation. You're stacking on top of it. And if you don't have anything to say related to the post, because you know, not everything's 100% exciting all the time. You could always just be like, hey, I was thinking about you. I saw your post yesterday and it made me remember some memory that you have with that person. And I didn't have time to reach out and say, hey, at the time. And so I'm following up with you now. How's it going? You know, that's a nice little message that we could probably all get more of. And then the conversation is surely going to come back to you. They're probably going to say, oh my gosh, you know, here's where I got that dress or I'm so glad to hear from you too. I really remember that blah, blah, blah. We had so much fun. And then 
they will eventually say, how's the market? How are things with you? How's real estate? How's the market? And that's your opportunity to follow up with some kind of ask. Do they need an equity update? Do they need to get a home value email from you? Maybe they need a market analysis done because you asked your profilist earlier, if anybody needed a market analysis, why can't you ask for that in a message? Have they considered being an investor and buying a rental property? If they're a past client, did they never leave you a review and you could really use a review today? Maybe you're asking all of your past clients in this stacked approach message to leave a review because that is your goal this month to boost your Google reviews. And then finally, finally, you can ask them, hey, by the way, do you know anyone that might need my help? Now you're not saying, hey, do you have a referral for me? You're saying, do you know anyone that needs my help? Which is a little different, isn't it? Like that is a tender ask for a referral. I like it. So that completes our six ideas, not really ideas, it's six ways to get leads on social media. Now I did reference on several occasions, some resources, actually, I probably only referenced it one time, but we actually have a lot of resources that help with getting leads on social media in Savvy Agent Club, which also happens to be open right now. So you can go to SavvyAgent.club slash join, and you betcha I'll have a link in the show notes for you. But in the club, we have all of those fun social media graphics that you can use on your personal profile or your business page. We have those lead magnets that I specifically talked about. We have email swipe templates that you can use for the homes with pools, homes with a view, like those types of posts that we talked about. And there's also a training on using Google Forms. So if you don't have a forced registration website, but you need a way to collect that data so that you can follow up with an email, that is a really good, easy and free way to do it. I've got lots of trainings on social media, how to do it, how to educate. There's tons of content in there on that. I can't remember if we still have a Facebook ads training up on in the club or not, but that is something that if it's, I may have sunset it because Facebook changes all the time, but it's also something that we can do a monthly call on. So if that's something that interests you, we can absolutely make that happen. So again, that's savvyagent.club slash join. I need a better URL, don't I? <laughs> I'll get right on that. So hopefully you have found these tactics easy and simple and totally doable. And you're going to stop what you're doing right now and go get some leads using social media. I'll talk to you next week. 